Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. This podcast is being heard around the globe and is charted this week in Estonia, India, South Africa, and Qatar. Don't miss a single podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. I've been talking about inner healing and deliverance. Inner healing, which is about healing the wounds of the heart, and then deliverance, which is about expelling demons from our life, specifically demons that use unhealed emotional wounds as open doors to wreak havoc. I want you to know that everyone, including Christians, needs inner healing and deliverance because life happens. Things happen. We all experience deep hurts in life, and we will all need inner healing and deliverance. Along this line, I want to point out that many of us have been praying over our cities and nations from this powerful verse in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. The Holy Spirit spoke to me one day about this verse that so many of us use in prayer. He said, in order to heal the land, I have to heal you. Wow, think about it. We want our land healed, but if we are not healed, then we are going to do the things that unhealed people do. Things like addiction, food disorders, self-harm, sexual sin, and idolatry, and a whole lot more. I've been saying for a long time that these things, addiction, food disorders, self-harm, sexual sin, idolatry, and on and on, are the fruits and not the roots of unhealed trauma in our lives. And once you get to the root, which is the scene or situation that produced a lie and a sinful response, once you find that and uproot it with the help of the Holy Spirit, then these issues will take care of themselves. Healing the land is about healing you. So on today's podcast, we're going to talk about where deliverance begins. Deliverance, it begins at salvation. Did you know the Greek verb sozo means saved, made whole, restored, healed, delivered, and preserved? Jesus came to save mankind in the fullness of the meaning of that word, and I have a powerful testimony to share with you about salvation. It just happened at Paradox Church near Perth in Western Australia, and this testimony is going to encourage you. Before I tell you about it, I'm hearing about what people are doing with my latest book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. They are making it a group study in their homes, in their core groups. There's even a nationwide core group. They are telling their churches about it. And I just watched a video of a senior pastor in Kentucky who had personally read The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. He shared about it with his entire congregation, telling them they need to read it and why. It's definitely a book that you buy multiple copies of and keep them nearby in your car at the office in your bag this book it's a tool that you can use to help someone in need you might not know how to walk them through their big ugly problem but my book will help it tackles some of those really difficult topics that we don't always know how to speak into it also has some inner healing and deliverance prayers in the back of the book you can use those actually read them out loud while praying for other people so get my book get more than one Go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the shop tab. And we ship from the USA and from Australia. Now back to our topic. Where does inner healing and deliverance begin? 
It begins at salvation. Let me quickly explain it from the Bible before I illustrate it. In the Bible, we read how Jesus spoke to Nicodemus about his need to be born again so he could see the kingdom of God. In John chapter 3 and verse 4, Nicodemus seeks more clarification, asking, how can someone be born when they are old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus responds in verses 5 through 7, very truly. I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The phrase born again means born from above. Nicodemus had a real need. He needed a change of his heart, a spiritual transformation, and new birth, being born again, is an act of God in which eternal life is imparted to the person who believes. People who don't know Jesus are spiritually dead on the inside, but when they receive spiritual life through faith in Christ, the Bible compares it to rebirth. Their sins are forgiven, and they become children of God. When a person becomes born again, at that moment, healing as well as deliverance also begin. When I gave my life to Jesus as a freshman in college, there were things I needed deliverance from that fell off of me as soon as I committed myself to Christ. I've experienced healing and deliverance since then, but the ball got rolling when I got saved. Deliverance, it begins at salvation. Now, I had shared in my last podcast that I had been ministering in New South Wales, Australia, and a mass deliverance took place during the final session of the conference I was speaking at. Right after that session and mass deliverance, I noticed something going on with my chin. I know that sounds strange, but that's where it started. My chin, it went strangely numb, such as what you would experience with Novocaine. I didn't think much of it until the next day when it was still numb and I was struggling to talk and form my words properly. It was only noticeable to me, but it was uncomfortable. I flew to Perth and met up with the pastors of Paradox Church for dinner and told them my dilemma. The senior pastor communicated that it might be an unusual point of discernment. He then spoke about the Maori tribe, specifically how Maori women often tattoo their chins, only he hasn't seen any Maori in Western Australia except once. As I had shared last week about the powerful prophetic word of restoration for Australia's indigenous population, well, this flowed with the same theme because Maoris are New Zealand's indigenous tribe, and God seemed to be highlighting restoration of First Nations people during my travels, this time in Australia and for his purposes. A few days later, chin still numb, I had an ugly demonic encounter. I actually saw it coming towards me in the middle of the night. I don't know how to explain what I saw, but I saw it. And it came right towards me like a weapon in the middle of the night. And as soon as it made contact with me, I became sick, very sick. And I could feel the sorcery, and I knew it was tribal. I was sure that my numb chin and now this were all connected somehow. But what was I battling for? More like who was I battling for? I mentioned all of this to my travel partner who was coming in from Adelaide to join me for the weekend service at Paradox Church, and she responded that a Maori family was flying in to be at the church service. She also mentioned that they needed to know salvation in Jesus Christ. During the evening service, sure enough, there was one Maori family in the room. As soon as I got a chance, I invited them to all sit on the front row and then told them and the room my testimony of salvation. I knew that 
that I knew that they were being set up by Jesus Christ to encounter him and they would never be the same again. After I shared my testimony of salvation, I asked just that family to stand up. The power of God began to visibly move upon them, and without prompt, they began to vocalize loudly their repentance to the Lord. I didn't have to do much at all. The Holy Spirit was just doing it. You could feel the presence of the Lord for salvation upon them and in the room, and so I invited anyone in the room that needs to give their life to Jesus Christ or recommit their life to him to come forward so we could facilitate that. People started coming forward for salvation, and there was repentance, there was tears, and a turning of the heart from dead works to Jesus Christ. As the Holy Spirit shifted into healing and deliverance, I heard in my heart to call out those needing to be healed from deafness, and then noticed a member of that Maori family came forward. I didn't realize she was wearing a hearing device. She took off her device, and I laid hands on her ears and commanded them to hear in Jesus' name. I stepped away and I asked her if she could hear me, and she said yes. I stepped further away and asked her again if she could hear me, and she replied yes again. And so I turned to the side and I spoke again, making sure she couldn't read my lips. I asked her if she could hear me, and she said yes again. She didn't put her device back on, and I received follow-up reports that she can still hear without the device. And this has been a testimony to those around her that want to know how she got her hearing back. Given the level of battle I had just for the salvation of this one family, I'm positive that her hearing was more about deliverance than physical healing. Either way, it reinforces what I know to be true. Deliverance, it begins at salvation. And if you need to give your life to Jesus Christ or recommit your life to him, I want to invite you to do that right now. Just ask him to forgive you of your sins and invite him to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Don't wait to do this. The time is now, and he is waiting for you. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the Give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.